Wow, welcome back everyone to the Rogue Squadron podcast, back from vacation. Yeah, we weren't here. Busy on tattooing, frolicking around Anchorhead. I wasn't there. Oh, where'd you I go I was stuck laboring to? at Hoth, trying to... What'd you have to do in Hoth? I was farming ice. Farming moist. ice? That's almost as bad as farming moisture. Yeah. <laughs> I was... <laughs> yeah. That sucks. So... Well, so then it wasn't less of a vacation then, right? Vacation. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good. But, Welcome uh, back, everyone. If you if you noticed, if you're a fan, you noticed we've been a bit sporadic in the episodic postings. Uh, yeah, busy summer, but we're back. This is episode 38. It is middle of July, 2015. Steadily making our way towards Columbus Comic Con in September. For sure. That's our big event. That we're getting all amped up for. All type of events. Another um, type of little events is that we just interviewed goddamn Drew Carpition. What the fuck, guys? We already have babbled on about Revan and fucking Bane and Kotor. Who the hell are you? Not Drew Carpation. So we're happy and excited. You said his name wrong already. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Carpation. Um, so yeah, if, if you guys are listening to this and haven't checked it out, it's interview number three. Uh, it's about an hour and a half, but we we go into great detail about how he goes about Kotor, um, what he's doing now, and we we laugh a couple, few, many times. He's a really, really chill guy. Yeah. Sometimes when, well, if you think how many of the books of his that he's written that we've read, and all the games that he's worked on that we've played, it's kind, it's almost surreal that we're like getting to talk to this person. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But <clears throat> I I guess I, guess I want to say like. Game developers and authors and stuff probably aren't as crazy celebrity status as like actors are. So he's still a really down to earth guy. It was really cool talking to him. But you still got to think, you know, on a, a grand scale of Star Wars, for him to be the main author or writer on KOTOR, on the Bane books, yeah. on on the Revan book. He basically did Bane by himself. Uh, was the head writer in Mass Effect. Yep. Like, he has created such... A following, even if you don't know who he is, you know I'm the sure book. there's something that yeah. he's done that you are just like, oh my god, why didn't I know this guy? You so, know the stories. Um, so go check it out. Like I said, RogueTwatchingPodcast.com. You can check it out, or it's it's going to be on uh, iTunes here real soon. Um, so yeah, do it. Check By the it. time you're hearing this, it will already be on the feed. So yeah, go check it out. Live it, love it. Drew, Drew Catfishing. Drew Catfishing. Yeah, we had a funny chat at the end of the interview about how to pronounce his name and all the all the bad. <laughs> pronunciations that he's gotten over the years we might how about uh we might even start doing uh like bloopers bleepers like keep that aside and then we'll just listen to a whole bunch of that shit at the end be like what the fuck did we talk about off <laughs> one of our buddies suggested that we do a yearly best of which isn't the worst idea but to go through 43 hour episodes <laughs> uh, might be a little taxing and pick out little little parts so, um, bits but yeah pieces. check out drew and here we are, episode 38, by the way. Commander Cody, this is me. Um, Mopar. You don't, like to, you don't like to give your name out. Don't give a damn. And we got Travis, this fucking idiot over here. Bitch. <laughs> he said bitch. So, Tommy Boy's here, back with us. Uh, one sponsor today, Podcast Masters. If you all need some shit done, go to podcastmasters.slash back forth and sh- <laughs> fifth. Go to podcastmasters.net. They do now a uh, brand new site. They have a brand new offerings on their service. They do 
They will do every single thing that has to do with your podcast besides talk for you. So check it out. Uh, they have new packages and everything set up. They'll write your show notes for you. They'll upload the shit. They'll do whatever you want. Um, enter the code word rogue and you can get 10% off your first order. Just That's How's just that? for you guys. Just for That the was fucking... my idea. So you can put rogue or Mopar in there. And... <laughs> so you get 10% off and Mopar gets 30% off. Yeah. Your, your 10% extra goes to us. Yep. No, yep. That, that's a joke. Support the podcast. Guys, so, we also have t-shirts. We have we need to sell a couple more to uh buy a Twilek. <laughs> I don't know why we're slave auction. We're slave owning podcasts. No, we're but. not. We're this is the search are helping our road to uh Columbus Comic Con. So that's what we're getting ready for. So that's uh Rogue Squadron Podcast uh, dot com slash merch. Go on there, put in your order. Uh there's many different colors and options. So do it, select it. Buy it now. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, check, uh, their shirts and podcast masters. Before we get too far, I want to jump into this beer before it gets too warm. Okay. Well, the issue right off the bat is we bought uh, a local uh, brewery beer, um, but it's in a double pint can. So we need to like start drinking it now because even, I mean, that's what? That's bigger than two full beers. It's about three beers, right? 32 ounces. Is 12, 24, 36. It's basically three beers. Three beers. So um, the fact is, you know, even I mean, we're going to have to drink three beers before it basically gets warm. So we want to get started here. It. So it is uh, called, the brewery is called Buckeye Lake. It is a very local place. Uh, it's just east. Buckeye Lake's just east of just Columbus. Just east, yeah. If you're in Columbus area, you probably know where Buckeye Lake is. It's a large a freshwater lake. Um, I'm pretty sure it's man-made. I could be wrong about that, but I'm pretty sure it's man-made. I think you're right. Um, but yeah, so I didn't know they were even... It's probably some motor home that this guy just started canning shit, and he's like, well, I'll try <laughs> to sell it. Canning. Canning? Like, to can. Can pickles? Pickle to can. To can <laughs> salmon. All right, so... can beer until it's done. I ripped the label off like a dumbass, and I can't read this. You have to brew it first. Anyways, so what we got... It's a um, blonde ale. Yeah, I've never had anything by them before, so I'm not sure what they have to offer, but we just picked the first one, and it was, yeah, like you said, blonde ale. Uh, again, it blonde is... Ale. It, what is it? Two full pints. So you you know what a general pint is, and it's a little bigger than... What is it? 16 ounces is a pint? Yes. Um, so that that's a little larger than a can. Um, so you can imagine two pints. It's like one of those large Gatorade bottles, but in a, a it's a can. It comes in pints. It does. I'm getting one. It smells uh, <laughs> cheap. I'm not gonna lie. It smells like a uh, watered down beer. Well, yeah, it's also not as easy to smell stuff out of the can. We didn't pour this shit out. The cans are huge, it's giant steel cans. So I figured. We would just go Did for it. Did you already it. taste it? I sipped just the lip of it because it was like pouring out, guys. That's All a right. that's a that's a Kerner mistake. Come on. All so, right, I'm all right. excited. Well, cheers, this tin can. Oh, you did right, pour guys. yours, you bastard. I did, but it's all right. So what we say? It's Buckeye Lake's <sighs> blonde. It's ale. all over me right now. Does it have an actual name, or is it just their blonde? No, ale? it just says Buckeye Lake Blonde. It's and a, it has a picture a of a blonde lady silver, on the front. So Plain silver aluminum can with a sticker on it. It's got a little lady on it. it Buckeye does Lake. Smell cheap, drink right. local, drink better. Trademark. Brew in Ohio. 
That's interesting. See, the issue is I had pills. We both had Pilsner or Kell before this, and that's a very strong, well, not strong al- alcoholic, but uh, a strong tasting beer. You guys know. This is a uh, 5.4% by volume. That's decent. decent. This is, uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I need I- to keep sipping on it before I can really tell you. You're not a fan? <clears throat> I'm not you a fan immediately. You for a second. I'm not a fan immediately. Uh, one, like I said, the Pilsner Urkel's really throwing my buds off, so. <laughs> it has a weird aftertaste, too. Which... It has a weird beginning, and middle, and aftertaste, so. <laughs> it has a weird aftertaste. It's everything. in a big, big, boldy can. Mm. Oh, my good gravy. Guys, cans are fucking huge, too. Ooh, I'm going to struggle through this one. I'm going to, I'm not going to give it a, uh, ooh. Don't Shotgun give it a rating it. yet. You got to wait. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's usually not good if I have to wait because usually if I really like it, it's right up front. And I like it, but that's true. <laughs> or it's the chili berry you like it, and then you hate it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is pretty good. It's interesting. It's Five right. seconds later, I can't even drink Zero. this. I can't finish it. Someone else. Where's the um, dog? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna sip on it for a second, but it's really difficult to drink out of these. Let giant the taste cans. buds adjust. That's true. The can weighs as much as a child. <laughs> it's as big as a child. It's like, and you have to one hand it and yeah. tilt it towards your gullet. It's like a little five oh pound, God. eleven ounce little baby Jesus. Chode can. But uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm not uh, appalled at it. By the way, right I, away. It's so. right off the bat. It's not a three. There's. Uh, we're gonna rule no, that out. That's not gonna happen. Sorry, so, about that, like. Yeah, we we do like to support the locals, but uh, if you're gonna brew some bitches, you better you brew know, right. You we know what gonna, I'm saying? Can it? Um, <laughs> can it? Yeah, obviously they didn't get their spice run from Millennium Falcon. They should have had some spices. Kessel Run brews. <laughs> Kessel Run. Oh! Star Wars. Guys, we interviewed Drew Carpenter. <laughs> I can't think about anything else. 12 parsec. <clears throat> Let's talk about that while, while we sip on this. Sure. Um, so I'm... Uh, it, oh. <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> Once an episode. Once an episode, you're going to do There's that. So, okay... Because, like, like, like we said, um, my dog's freaking out. It Kessel Run. He hurts. It's, it's just uh, all the the cats outside. Oh, that's why. There's a big battle. <laughs> this is a feuding. The <laughs> feudal so, system. There's an outdoor cat at our house, and my dog is an indoor dog, and he they don't like each other. And so she's they just, acting. They have a barking match through the window. She is acting like a cat because <laughs> she's just sitting outside. She got scared because she heard. Heard a dog barking, and now she's just staring at him like a. <laughs> Cats like, do that. Just you like, can't do that. Yeah, you can't you're stuck even behind him. a glass, you ass. Yeah, they do have a little <laughs> attitude problem. Most cats have attitude problems, but um, it is what it is. Um, but Drew Carp, uh, the like I said, guys, I can't really fathom <laughs> Drew Carp that uh, we talked to him. You know, him being who he is, the the head writer, and basically. From what I'm picturing, if they were going to put it in KOTOR, they had to basically okay it with him. He's a lead writer. He's a lead author. Like, everything. Other than, like, I don't know, graphics and, like, drawings. That's what he was saying, too. There's a lot that goes into a game. Right, right. yeah, in terms of the main storyline, he's the guy. Um, So, basically, if you like the plot, if you like the characters, I'm sure he did most of the character development. Um, The aliens... The idea to do uh, alien languages in, you know, it's a lot of games. Everyone just speaks basic, like you said in the interview. And it's so, you just get bogged down in it. It's just like, yeah. it's not even realistic. Everyone's doesn't, just it doesn't put you in the universe. Running around. All the smart people are British. All the dumb people sound Asian. Just like, <laughs> it, it's so bad. That's true. That's true. 
That's, um, and that's throughout. That's outside of Star Wars too. I've noticed that. I've been paying a lot of lot of attention to uh, a lot more attention <laughs> to that. But uh, it it actually it it bothers me. I never really noticed it, but it's just like George Costanza. Oh, oh, oh. They're just like, why does the idiot sound Asian? And then all the capital Admiral Piet. Look, Darth Vader. Like everyone's all of a sudden your tea and crumpets. Like, don't look so surprised, Your Highness. Don't look so surprised. <laughs> uh, Did he yeah. say why Karth is a bitch? Oh, I didn't want to ask. Why is Karth the worst? I Damn didn't want to ask. You got it. You got so, it. <laughs> you got it. Karth, just shut the fuck up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, uh, by the way, if you're not familiar, he was not just, um, not just a lead writer for Kotor. He was the lead writer at Bioware, the game company. So, all the games they did for a sequence of years. I think he said he was there for 12 years. He wrote, he was the lead writer for like all those games. Also, Jade Empire, Baldur's Gate. Jade Empire was actually, I played it and it was actually a very legit game. I did enjoy it. It's very, very similar to uh, Kotor, except they're the battles. You go into like a battle sequence I, and you actually like fight like Mortal Kombat. So it was like I kind of played a little bit of it, but not much. The gameplay I actually like better than Kotor because it was more accessible. But yeah. the, uh, the RPG aspects, Kotor kind of blows everything else away. That's true. Because um, it is very D and D, but yeah. So um, obviously we were we were very excited to have him on. Um, Honored, really. Yeah. So if this is your first time listening to the show, um, definitely check that out because hopefully you know the content that he is has written. So that will be an, a good interview for you. And if you have other friends that are obsessed with Kotor or obsessed with Darth Bane, please share that with them too because there's a lot of info. Malik. The old Republic, yep. the old Republic online stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's part of that too. Yep. He, yep. So, anything, everything pre movies. Honestly, other than the Plagueis book, I am looking at him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously super like the old Republic is all <clears throat> Yeah. Everything. He even he said, you know, he is the old Republic guy. Um, other than like some Dark Horse comics, right? Which. Unfortunately, most Star Wars fans don't read a lot of comics because they, you know, you start with the movies, you go to the games. I wouldn't be you go to the books. So quick to assume that. Well, everyone that I know, other than Pat, that is true. None of our friends, except for our buddy Pat. I'm just saying on. the general consensus. I would say you start with the movies, right? You go to the games. If you like the games that much, you go to the books and you filter down all the way to the comics. So diehards, um, you know, I've bought one my entire life. Yeah. Um, just to try it out. Yeah, and it's not bad, but it's it's. I've, kind of, I've half been meaning to and half know that I just can't get into comics, so I just don't even want to do it. But I'm not saying anything beyond that, you know. No, they're not bad in any means. W- it's just us not really being into comics. Right, books. right. I would like to know the knowledge that's in those Dark Horse comics and stuff, but uh, yeah, interesting uh, fact that he said is that Bane actually started in a little series of comics. Yeah, but before he, he like, kind of took it over and right. made it his own thing. But he also said he was a very minor character. Right. Like, he was right. just kind of mentioned in a comic. Like, Darth Bane, he was over, he was over there. Remember that? I'm going to turn him into the god. Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, made him uh, Lord Bane. So Awesome shit, man. Yeah. So, obviously, go check it out. We Every 30 minutes, we're just be like, guys, check out Drew Carpenter. Go online. Buy something. Buy shit. Buy uh, one of the Bane books, Star on Bane series, or the Revan book. Go buy KOTOR. If you haven't played KOTOR, it's going to be hard to get back into because it is a very 
glitchy game, especially if you're all up to date now. It's, yeah. It's very difficult across the board to go back and play an old gen game. Twelve year anniversary yesterday. Yeah. So that that was a, yeah, July was a cool 15th. fact. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, go go spend a couple bucks and read read one of his shits and uh, and his uh, his personal projects too. All the not Star the, Wars related stuff. Chaos books. Chaos Saga. Yes. Hey, uh, Children of Fire, I know, is the first one. So, and he has a and he has a uh, short story series that he just came out with too. Pantsimation <laughs> Stop all of it. <laughs> all right. So uh, that was Drew. Go check it out. Let's go back to the beer. Oh, we forgot. Real about quick the, before uh, before oh, we get off oh. of it, those that have read the Bane series and at the end of the Bane series, you're not sure what actually happened oh, with the yeah. essence transfer. I was in that group of people that. Was kind of confused at the end. I didn't know if Bane lived or if he w- was killed. Go to his website, click on novels, click on that thing, and there's a spoiler Super link. secret spoiler. And he, yeah, he didn't realize when he wrote it that it was that up in the air. He said, and as we talked it to him, he mentioned that, you know, he can see why people were confused, but he never meant for it to be kind of up in the air. Yeah. Um, so he, he clarifies that if you really want to know what happens at the end of the third Bane book between him and Zana. Uh, if he lives, dies, or what that, what happened? So go oh, click I on the ship. I ask him that too. If it's Zana or Zana, died. He said Han, so I didn't even like exactly. him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Han Solo. No. Exactly. No, he's Canadian, so I'll give him a a, a, a green slip uh, passing. <laughs> he's passing that, but all right. So back to the beer. Beer. Buck all I right. like, like blonde. One. I kind of like it actually. I kind of don't. It's not it anything special, but for me, it's easy to drink. There's a, there's that. It's not bitter, but it, there's that like taste, like close there to the end. That it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's tastes like it was brewed in a barn, and some of the cow pie <laughs> flavors. If you were camping at Buckeye Lake while drinking this, you'd in probably you. be like put you in the zone. Yeah, but you go out to Buckeye Lake to drink, so they probably brewed it drunk and forgot to put a spice in. <laughs> I don't hate it, but I mean, it's, it's no, it's no Pilsner or Cal, but it's also not a Bud Light. I'd rather have a Bud Light. You like to say that though, about almost everything. I hate Bud Light. I know, well, all right. You say it about Miller then. Pilsner or Cal is delicious, but I mean, I kind of, I just rather have a Miller Light. <laughs> I kind of just, uh. <laughs> or an MGD. <laughs> But no, I, I I like it. It it doesn't draw me in like it's something crazy about it. It's the main flavor in but, it that I don't. Yeah, I'd have to concur with Mopar. I'm giving it a one. I mean, try it. Yeah, one sounds. Good. I'd want to give it a two because it's local, but I'm not going to. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. This is where the conflict comes in with our rating system. I want to give it a two, but then I have to remember the two is a beer that you would recommend often. And I probably would maybe get this once or two more, two more times in my life. In your life, one. If, I'm, if, if I'm at Buckeye Lake, maybe. Be like, oh, you brew this? You have another one free beer? <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely not terrible. But it, as far as our rating system goes, I'm going to have to say one star. Uh, and as I look at it, I'm not even sure it's a brewery. Well, obviously they brew beer. But when I, when I look at the beer and it says Buckeye Lake, I think that's the only thing they make. So it's not like Buckeye Lake Brewery. I think maybe the beer's called Buckeye Lake. It's called Buckeye Lake Blonde. Buck, blah, Buckeye Blah Lake Blonde. Yeah, it's called that. Balake. Vale. Um, I was just going to say something. Oh, yeah. If you're not familiar with our system, 
this is your first time maybe, uh, our beer rating system is three stars. Three stars is top of the line quality, awesome, badass beer that we would get all the time, frequently do. Two stars is a very, very, very good beer that you would recommend to most everyone. But maybe it's too spiced or too seasonal or it's like a Christmas porter or something and you can't have it year round. Uh, one star is a decent beer. It's worth trying at least once. That's what we're sipping on right now, this Buckeye Lake. It's worth trying. It's not terrible. Sipping on Buckeye Lake. Buckeye Lake. <laughs> <laughs> and then zero stars is fuck that. Uh-uh. That was one of, mm, your, one of the episodes that was your description of zero stars. You did a quick one. You're just like, three is great, two is pr- kind of good, one is decent, zero, fuck that. <laughs> zero is a uh, uh-uh. So. Shit ain't happening. Shit might have happened later. But yeah, I mean, if you are if you live in Columbus or if you're out at Buckeye Lake, support some of the local business and get one. But it's nothing that you really need to go out of your way to find. Other than that, if you're coming to a, a conference with us, don't fucking bring in this. You better bring some pills in Raquel, baby. <laughs> You should know us by now. If you're coming to see us at Comic-Con, you should know who we are. We want that. Pilsner Kill. You want some of that? P-U. <laughs> that sounded so bad. <laughs> um, all right, so one star for the Buckeye Lake. It's official. Guess what happened last weekend? Last weekend, there was some... Comic Con. The big one. San, San Diego. Diego. San Andreas. I always thought it was San, San Diego. Fran, but it's San Diego. Wales Vagina Comic Con. Sandy. Ooh. They mean St. Diego. St. <laughs> Diego. So, yeah. what, what happened at Diego's Comic Con? What had happened at it? I did not follow it as closely as I would have liked. Me neither. Unfortunately. Continue. Travis. Travis has some insight, some information. He would Enlighten like to share the people. With us. Step up, Tommy boy. Let's hear what you have. Well, I guess the biggest news actually pre Comic Con was that Marvel didn't go. Um, That's kind of huge. They went, except that they weren't announcing anything. Like, they went to do, like, autographs with some people and all that kind of stuff. But Who is Marvel no and how do they sign autographs? Well, they at Comic-Con, every, <laughs> Mr. Marvel. all, the, all like, the companies bring, like, a team of people to represent them. So this guy's got a Marvel shirt. He'll sign whatever the fuck well, you want. people that work for them and then, obviously, the actors and the writers and stuff, too. Yeah, which, actually, I don't know if any actors were there, but, like, writers and illustrators and stuff were there. Um, but they actually said the reason was that they have nothing... There's no reason for them to compete against DC because of the major announcements that they have. So finally, pretty smart of them. To, if they walked in there with some bullshit, and DC's like, "Dude, we got fucking Superman versus Batman." Yeah, you're walking in with that bullshit. Which makes me think next year Marvel's gonna blow shit out of the water with some craziness. I don't know, man. Because they're all they're brewing up that their whole Civil War thing. Well, it's, it's not, right it's not stopping. Civil War. That's true. Yeah, it's not stopping. I still haven't seen uh, the second Avenger, so I'm sure shit's going to hit the fan. How many weeks did you guys have between podcasts? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you're fired. Just you're kidding. fired. Uh, speaking of Marvel, Ant-Man opens tonight. It is currently about 9.30 on Thursday the 16th. Yeah, and since midnight releases don't happen anymore, it's already out. Yeah, it's been out for two hours, so yeah. have fun with that. You know, I've been, like I said, I've, I've been wanting to go and wait in line and talk to people that are like in line for the movies but we can't because at there's 7 no o'clock all- there's like 12 theaters that's showing the movie well and there's, there's no, no line exactly they're all waiting there in their cars for- jerking it <laughs> ready for the jerking it hot in boxing. my van <laughs> no don't <laughs> there, hit there the red button there will be lines for uh, episode 7 I can oh, yeah. guarantee you that so we'll be there if you're Darren in Columbus Dampy. Easton Town Center we will be there December 18th or 17th really 
Talk, I'm ready talking to, to people. Yeah. Fast forward the clock. Yeah, damn it. But yeah, so the DC, next the next big news would be DC. They released a three and a half minute Batman versus Superman trailer, which was it's very long. Pretty fucking. Awesome. Butts, it's pretty cool. Guys. It was fucking good. I gave me it gave me goosebumps. Really? Yeah. I'm I'm digging it. I'm excited. Um, because we've never. I mean, I guess the closest we've seen to a Batman from the comics when it comes to like, you know, the gadgets he uses to further himself in situations is like in the first Batman when he uses the the line the whatever the hell it's called zipline the zipline yeah to get Vicky Vale out of the museum or whatever like I feel like that's like one of the only times the other times it's been like a grappling hook that he like throws or something it's not like the gun that he uses but anyways I thought that was awesome when Superman uses heat vision in the trailer and then you see Batman go, oh, holy shit. And then I'm going to shoot my grapple gun over here and then zoom off the building. That like, was right cool. at the last second. That, that was, was awesome. cool. Um, I'm going to say I am digging Affleck as Bruce Wayne. I don't, yeah, I don't mind him. I, I haven't seen anything that I don't like. So that's yeah. good. It's very good. I'm not, no, Here's I don't hoping. know how I feel about the suit, though. Yeah. The suit feels like super bulky, like armor. The reason I like it is because. It's very similar to the Dark Knight Returns, which is a Frank Miller, I believe, Batman comic book. So it's like after Batman's retired, he comes out of retirement too. Right. Which is what it seems like they're doing with him like seeing what the fuck is this guy doing to my city and then holding that girl going, okay, this guy's going to get fucked up. And good. That's what it reminds me. Superman needs his ass kicked. He doesn't wear a suit in uh, the Frank Miller though. What? He doesn't wear a suit in the front. Dark Knight Returns? Yeah, he does. He does eventually. Dark Knight Returns? Yes, he does. Uh, yeah, we don't argue with him. He's our comic. I mean, that's, He's the, our only, that's the only one that I've read. Dark Knight Returns? Yes, where he comes. He's 50 years old. He comes out of retirement. Yeah. He finds Robin, who's a girl. Yes, I remember. that's the only one I've ever read. Yeah, he looks. the suit looks bulky because he himself is bulky because he's not in as good a shape as he was. Like, oh, so it's okay. So he's not wearing a suit, but he just look, looks a little bulkier. So no, he is wearing a suit. I'm saying it's inspired by the Dark Knight Returns. Oh, I'm confused. He's not gonna go gallivanting around Gotham in a fucking Leotard. tuxedo. <laughs> but they also have like he might like there's a little bit where it shows him in the desert getting held down by guys with guns, which I don't know how that's gonna play in. But that's also inspired by a um, the Gaslight Batman suit, which was like an alternate. Batman, which is pretty cool. So, anyways, it seems like they're they're really taking fans under consideration for this, and that's good. And like actual references and panels themselves from the comics, which is really cool. That's good. Man of Steel kind of seemed like they really didn't do that. I uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll see. They had other good announcements too. I haven't heard much from DC at all. Marvel's been killing everything. The other big one, which which I'm super stoked about, is um, in 2020. They announced already that they were coming out with a Green Lantern movie, and now they announced that it's a Green Lantern core movie, which, if you know Green Lantern, that means it's not just going to be about, like, one of the Green Lanterns. It's going to be multiple ones. So That's five years out. No, I know. But That's they're, crazy. They're doing, like, Marvel, where they're, like, they're planning out ahead. Like, if you remember way back when, when the first Iron Man came out, they were like, okay, here's our plan. We're going to have Iron Man, then we're going to have Incredible Hulk, then we're going to have Iron Man 2, then we're going to have this, then we're going to have an Avengers movie. Yeah, which when I first heard that announcement, I was like, "This is, this is gonna fail." <laughs> really? Like, yeah, because if you think back then, like the, like I guess Batman Begins had just come out, 
But like before that, we hadn't had an actual good comic book movie That's in true. a long time. And then Iron Man really sparked it. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, like the first Hulk movie came out and it was terrible. And then other stuff and it just, you know. They need to do a, a Hulk movie with, uh, what's his name? They do. Ruffalo? They do. Which, I mean, since they've announced their next movies, we already know what's coming up in through 2018, I think. I need to check so, that list again. Because Guardians comes out when? Guardians 2 comes out 2017. What the fuck, man? It takes time, dude. We've I got know. so much Star Wars shit to worry know, about between I now know. and then. That's so true. I'm wearing the Guardians. I like them. Oh, <laughs> I'm not. It's 17 or 18. I want to say it's 17. Uh, yeah, but. I know. It's okay. We got some um, Star Wars shit. So anyways, DC did the same thing. I think it was last fall where they announced like... All these movies are coming out. Like they have a Shazam movie coming out, and Kazam, Shazam, completely different. <laughs> Kazam's not any Kablam. equally as bad name. <laughs> Kablam. Kablam. Shazam is a, Shazam's I know. Kablam. I wish I knew more about Shazam, but his alter ego is that he's actually a kid. Like his secret identity is a boy. What? And he, he turns into Shazam. Yeah. That's weird. Some kind of I animal, dude, animal. Why do you know more about it? Because my friend that's even more into stuff than I am says that Shazam is awesome. So. I need to. I wish I knew more about DC because besides Batman and Superman, everything I kind of hear about DC is just like that kind of sounds dumb. Like, I'm know. sure it's not. I like both. I'm sure it's not. I'm just saying, like, when all you say is his his alter ego is a little boy and then he morphs into a guy. Well, that's what I'm saying is like, to me, it's, it's interesting. Like, I don't think it's cool yet, but I think it's interesting. So that's yeah. why I want to know more about. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, but the yeah. other thing about the Batman vs Superman trailer is, uh, you saw Wonder Woman. Yeah. Know, which Wonder Woman's never yeah, been yeah. on the big screen before. So people were super excited about that. They that also show crazy. a hint of the Joker. They do in the Suicide Squad trailer. Yeah. No. In the Batman vs Superman. Oh, that's right. They show the Robin suit. With. Was that a Robin suit? Mm-hmm. I thought it was a Batman suit, but no, that's what reference, said, to, jokes that's on reference you. to Jason Todd. Yeah, like it, which uh, is awesome. So, speaking of Suicide Squad, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. I was not a fan of the trailer. I don't really get the premise. So it's just like, oh no, everything's so bad. So we'll just let the bad guys out to kill all the bad guys. Will Smith. I'm not again. Here's something. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not too familiar with Suicide Squad, but what I do know is that it's separate from. Batman. Like, the villains are Batman villains, but they're not... But whenever there's a Suicide Squad comic or something like that, it's not meant to be centered around Batman or, like, having to do much with Batman. Like, he's just kind of, like, in the background. Well, it sounded like they were all in prison, and then they're letting him out for whatever reason, because the city's going to hell. Yeah, what's her name? My friend would kill me for not remembering her name, but... um, Condoleezza Rice. At the beginning of the... (laughs) 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 Uh... (laughs) That's it. At the beginning of the trailer, Condoleezza uh, talks to her superiors about um, to George about Bush. letting letting <laughs> letting hey, all these hey, villains Nadia. out so that they um, so that if so that they can help with you know more evil and so if anything does happen, it's blamed on them, not on her and her superiors. What's so. his What's his face is uh, yeah. the Joker, Jay Leno, Jared Le- <laughs> Jared Leto Leto, yeah. Yeah. Jay Leno. I can't wait. I love Jay Leno as the Joker. His, He's so good. You know, his spin on it is very interesting, though. Yeah, it'll be interesting and to he see. he plays, while Heath Ledger's, I don't think, he, no one will be able to touch his. But 
When I think of the Joker, I think of a skinny, just outrageous, laughable, like just but but terrifying guy. Yeah. Heath Ledger's was like smart and calculating while he's still like toyed. He obviously toyed with Batman. Right. But he just wasn't a really just smart that. Anarchist. Yes. Yeah. Very smart anarchist. Rather mm-hmm. than just an outrageous human that just and the the body build is perfect for the for Jay Leno. Um, <laughs> Oh, he's going to be Jay Leno. Whatever the hell. <laughs> Jay Leno. Um, oh, but man. yeah, so his physical build meets my expectations for the Joker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the way he seems to act. We'll see. Yeah, I, I, we'll I, see what happens. I mean, like again, I said, it's like a two and a half minute trailer or whatever. But. It's it's difficult coming from the last person to play that absolutely killed the part. That's true. But people used to say that about... Uh, after Jack Nicholson, too. Well, they both, like Heath Ledger is not going to be it good at all. Well, like I think it was because it was Heath Ledger. But like I saw some someone online yeah. said this where um, uh, Cesar Romero, who played Joker in like the old 60s Batman TV series, was yeah. they said he was the clown side of Joker. And then Jack Nicholson was like Joker, like the gangster side of Joker, yeah. like fitting in with the mob. I and was then literally just going to say Heath gangster. Ledger was the anarchist side. And it looks like Jared Leto is going to be the like psychopath side, which would be pretty I awesome. I really like that because yeah. I can see all of it. The mm-hmm. clown, the gangster. Well, who's going to do all of them? The an- anarchist. Who's going to do all those things? Mark Hamill. I don't Hamill. think you can. Mark Hamill. Well, that's actually, wow. If he would be a skinny, crazy bitch. Oh, I know. His voice is already perfect. His voice is so perfect for it. It really is. It's the best. I, I used just, to get on people saying, like, Mark Hamill is their favorite Joker. I'm like, are you, are you kidding me? But, you know, going back, watching the animated series, it's like, okay, he's pretty awesome. He could well, be. yeah, if you're including the animated stuff, then yeah. All yeah. I want is for the Joker to have salacious crumbs laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's all I want. Whoever can do that, input it. James Earl Jones, I don't give a goddamn. Do Tom, it. Tommy Boy can do I it. can't do it Just anymore. record it and send it to Lucas as a somebody. Or not, Lucas. Oh! That's I, can't, I know, stopped. I can't do the rest it's of it. Okay. Was that seriously it? Oh! Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> Salacious is getting See, old. See, he does it better. <laughs> He's got a little oh more grunt, grunt to it. I can't no, put I it know. in there. Sal- <laughs> yeah, it's it's there. <laughs> Salacious, old Salacious is getting, it's getting oh old. Oh, my God. Salacious. anymore. What? What? Um, so enough of the salacious crumb. Um, oh but why, why, gracious. why was he part of that? George, why, George Lucas. Why was who part of Seriously? What? Salacious crumb. Why I'm was guessing he, the oh, same way actual... that Jar Jar was in the movie at all. Yeah, but Jar Jar's an actual character. Yeah, That's salacious true. Crumb. That's salacious true. crumb was useless. Well, he, Jabba had to have his little like... Just take him out crummy. of it. It was his, uh, his uh, jester, it said, actually, in the, in the Wikipedia or whatever. It says he's Jabba's not the, the jester of Jabba's. The twenty balls. boobed lady was not the jester. <laughs> no. She didn't tell jokes. She wasn't funny. Not jokes. How many tits does it take? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> she oh gets, my god! I mean, he he already had like his pet, the Rancor. Yeah. I feel like he didn't. Why does Jabba need a jester? I don't know. I do like how Lucas takes. Why does a lady need eight boobs? Yeah. <laughs> and how? <laughs> Maybe she's where the blue milk comes from. Ooh, oh, moisture. 
So, <laughs> fan what, theory. What other news from know. DC? Is that it? Did Han and Comic Con? Yeah. Han and Leia That was the big stuff. Don't leave Comic Con yet. I mean, the only reason the Suicide Squad thing is cool is that a fan favorite. Villain is Harley Quinn, and you get to see her on the big screen. I am excited. In live action for the first time, not just the big screen, but I am excited. Um, uh, Batman the animated series, I loved her in that. Yeah, yeah, she's awesome because she was just her voice. It doesn't yeah. fit. That's actually that's the problem. But she's just like, but you I'm know, so it's happy. a trailer, so we'll see. <laughs> I love the Joker. <laughs> he looks real nice. <laughs> I didn't really uh, pay attention to what she sounded like. <sighs> so. Yeah. But, see, um, I, it, you, know, you we'll have see. to have a Harley Quinn. Okay. Well, okay. I I think it fits fits better with with the current what where we already labeled the new Joker as the psychopath. Yeah. I think Harley Quinn fits best with the psychopath Joker. True. I think the anarchist was a little too smart. The gangster would just kill her. Um, and oh, a joke and the yeah, clown wasn't yeah. like appealing to no. humans. So. Yeah, if you picture the Joker, the other three Jokers, yeah, they couldn't have. God, a I really, really, really like that you said those four things. Because when yeah, you look someone, back, I can't take credit for that. I saw it on when you look back. Literally, the old Joker was wearing a clown hat and like running around, just like dancing with clown <laughs> pants on. And then all of a sudden, they give him a gun and he puts on gangster suits and shoots shit and just yeah. kills people as Jack, bitch. And then. I, but still, it's amazing to me that Heath Ledger was the anarchist one. Yeah, and he plays it so well. I don't. I, I'll forever go back to him. That was one of the most outrageous, unexpected performances by anybody that I've ever seen. If someone said Heath Ledger is going to play the Joker, I would have said fuck that. And then I would have watched a whole movie. Well, I'd be I like, say who that. the fuck did they pick, Heath Ledger? What the fuck was I talking about? Like, how did that happen? <laughs> yeah. He was perfect. Yeah, he was. Uh, he really was. Makes me want to go watch it right now. Actually, have you guys seen the uh, behind the scenes on that? I've been watching. We just Dark got. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been watching they a lot of stuff little, about, the, about, the, uh, about the music. There's not a lot, but there were two or three scenes where Heath went off on a tangent and they just kind of let him go. And I think two of them actually hit screen. Oh, uh, when he pressed the button to blow up the... Yeah. It was actually supposed to blow up on the first the hospital. one. And he pressed it, nothing happened. And he completely played it out like... When he turned around and lifted his arms up like, what the hell? Like, this is all supposed to go right. And he just keeps pressing it. And then when it actually hits, he like actually ducks because he <laughs> was like, what the fuck's going on? But he, he played it out so well. I, I felt like that was planned because that's how the Joker would be like, come on, everything's got to work perfectly. Like, I'm an anarchist. Right. I don't know. I love it. No, I, do, I would like to see deleted scenes like that. To see him like, it, that's the crazy thing about acting, man. And it has to drive you, has to drive you crazy. Well, it did like, drive you. You have crazy. to be the Joker. It killed him. Like you have to be a psychopath anarchist for a few months. It, it's probably a good way to get out some uh, adrenaline. Just run around and do whatever the fuck you well, want. Well, once you said that about deleted scenes, I can just picture him like they're rolling and he's doing his part and then he just, it kind of like takes over him and the crews are like, what the fuck's happening right now? Like, Heath is going crazy. And like, he, they just and have just tasers like, on set just in case, just like, in case, bad Heath! Bam! Just in case like, the Joker <laughs> takes over. But, he, starts, um, he starts plotting with the uh, the cameraman and everything, and they are all of a sudden take over the movie. That's awesome. Like, mid, mid, like, filming someone, you just hear a gunshot, and then he's just dancing around, like... <laughs> that would actually be an awesome movie, is, like, 
There's supposed to be a movie going on, and all of a sudden you see like this crazy shit going on. Don't ever, don't do it. Copyright. <laughs> uh, what else? Comic Con, DC. H- hurry. Oh, uh, the next big thing was um, Disney slash Star Wars said they weren't going to show any footage at Comic Cons. People were just like, "Oh, well, they'll just talk about like their books that they're coming out that are now canon or that kind of stuff." But then they surprised everyone with. I think it's like five minutes long, that little behind the scenes thing where they show their sets that are real and the makeup and all that kind of stuff. Right. That was yeah. awesome. If, I got if chills. If you haven't uh, experienced that yet, it's please, not like a, uh, please go. Uh, air stewardess. Please exit on your left. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but if you guys haven't here, seen it yet, I would here. say pause us right now. Go check it out because we're going to start talking about it. Watch it like two or three times. It is astounding and I love it and it's also astounding. Guys, the fact that they're using so much propage <laughs> is amazing. And make, that's pretty much the whole the whole reason for the, the behind the scenes is they go, they actually walk around the scenes and show like what, what they're dealing with, what props, what they built, where they are at, the setting and everything. And it's just, it really sparks that sense of wonder because you are like standing in the Millennium Falcon. Like it's it's not a green screen like, oh, I got to pretend like there's a fuck, uh, fuck off behind me and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but you are standing in the Falcon getting mad at the Falcon because it, it won't go to hyperdrive. But you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> Dude, you don't, it, yeah. it, it, it adds a sense of wonder. I'm sure the actors love it because they don't have to pretend like there's shit there. I'm sure the actors can actually act this time. They act and react. Like <laughs> if something happens, they can. Just, yeah. I wonder if I wonder. This is going to sound bad and rude, and I apologize beforehand. But we, we accept this. I wonder if Lucas watches those trailers and reels and is just like, "Damn, I fucked up three of my movies." He, I watched something. And he's just like, wow, JJ watched, is going to like blow my shit out of the way. I watched the behind the scenes of episode one. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. And <laughs> he was watching the movie for the first time. And he was mad. Oh, yeah. The, I saw, in the in the, uh, the Red Letter Media stuff, they show their reaction when they're yeah. screening it for and the first was, time. He was literally like, it's too late. We and can't he just take... buries his head in his hand. He's like, what did I do? So I fucked this up. Yeah. He knew. But it's it's... You you have been saying there's going to be a Star Wars movie coming out. First one in 20 years. Yeah, once Hollywood gets in motion, you can't stop it. You can't. And whether it's crap or not, you have to put it out and just hope Film, the next one's better. Films are probably the biggest undertaking of any type of art form that there ever has been. I would argue one thing over that, and what? it's video games, because it's yeah. all of that, and you can control it. The, so diff- the plot and everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I can't. The I music's can, there. The storyline's there. You have, but you have to control it. Graphics matter, but you don't it's have to physically be involved with a video game. There's n- unless they do like mocap stuff. They, they, which they do. You but they can that. do. They can. They can make most of that from their studio. I wonder if they've done that though, and what? actually like filmed a movie. I don't know how they would do that. I think they did mocap stuff like for Mass Effect to get the facial features and reactions. And yeah, but it's but, not it's not like it's it's a storyline. Well, like um uh, if they did a Star Wars uh <laughs> Final Fantasy where there's so many fucking cutscenes. Right. And many movies in between everything. I mean, the Final Fantasy there by itself, like that is a movie that you just slowly play through. Yeah, that's true. 
I just, I get, well, I guess where I was going with that is the amount of money it takes and the length of time it takes is just astounding. Well, and that's why people, that's why you want to go to the movies. Why people love movies is like you saw a team of like a thousand people spend their entire life doing this for like a year or more, depending on the movie, three years, four years, whatever. You want to see it, and it's just like really fantastic. Yeah, I'm excited for episode like, seven. You know, let's say just one. sat behind their computers and fucking did it on on just blue screen. Just yell Misa real quick. All right, Misa. Okay, perfect. Cut. Cut. It's great. Print it. <laughs> I'm gonna drink my coffee. Print screen. We're good. <laughs> Print screen. Sell some action figures. <laughs> um, but yeah. So <laughs> where did we start with this whole rant? Well, well my favorite thing about that beer. trailer real, was the yeah. um, just the the camera angle. Showing behind the seats in the Millennium Falcon with the yeah. window. Yep. Because we haven't seen that since Return of the Jedi, man. That's true. That was awesome. Very true. Oh, when <sighs> when they're right at the the seats, the cockpit. Yeah. Okay. And it's not like the seats and the wind, looking through the window and seeing a green screen. It was like looking through the window and seeing stuff happening. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I wonder how you gotta like, figure like the the time that it takes for you to hire a computer artist, whatever the fuck you want to call them, to single handedly create a Millennium Falcon around these people to put in a scene. You might as well just have Joe Schmo build a fucking thing and just have it for the rest of the scenes. Yeah, exactly. And yep. make it look better, and then the acting would be better because they're actually sitting in the shit. I don't know it. Blows my mind. Very excited. I can't wait. Uh, I wonder if, like, Peter Mayhew was offended in episode three when they made a CGI Chewbacca and didn't ask him to come back and, like, do it. Sure, he was in surgery or something. <laughs> the dude can't of, walk. Like, I know, but still, I was like, um, I could have just got my suit back on and done that for you. It, well, he didn't really even walk in that. They, 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 one, his Chewbacca looks a little different. Yeah, I guess it is. 20 it was years supposed year, to be younger. a younger Chewbacca. Twenty years though for a Wookiee is not that much. But if it was the first like twenty year. years of Chewbacca's life, no, he looked. How old is he? I don't know, but they they go to like <laughs> no. three to five hundred years. I don't. Know he was that. like the second in command. He was a, almost a general. Yeah, nineteen, twenty years old. <laughs> Wookiee years. Anyways, Wookiees and Jar Jar. So, uh, but yeah, if you haven't seen that reel, go check it out. That's what we're raving about right now. It's ridiculous. It's crazy. But as far as I remember, that was the that was the big stuff. Nice. So yeah. Nice. I uh, think uh, I think X Men Apocalypse showed a small amount of footage, which is weird because they like just started filming like a month ago or two months ago. Is that going to be the next in the series of prequels? Yeah. At the end of um, Days of Future Past, you see a tease, like a little kind of like the Marvel posts. Right, things they show right. a little bit before I still need to watch those. Yes, yes, you do. Days of Future Past is incredible. I always want to buy them, but they're still like 20 25 bucks. Jennifer Lawrence, I have them. Oh, dude, I live here now. I didn't know that. Yeah, I got them. Jesus, I'm gonna watch that. Tonight. They're on my iPad. I'm watching that shit my <gasps> iPad tonight. Let's do it. Pause the podcast, finish it later. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not gonna do that. So, okay. yeah, Comic Con. I wish we had more to say about it. It's hard. There's so many things going on in the world. I know. <laughs> it's hard to follow everything. So much happening. And we're here in Columbus, so like we want to, we want to try to 
experience like local festivals and events and stuff so we can chat about that just for the locals that listen to the show so and we have to pick and choose what we do and you have much, to play man. through Arkham Knight so. yeah and we have to play video games and talk about those we have to watch movies like we have to go see Ant-Man at some point we have to fucking do uh, interviews yep. with these people Paul yeah I gotta talk to Drew Carpishin what the fuck yeah just got Drew no Car- time for anything yeah Drew Carpishin so yeah so yeah now we'll, we'll be more vil- vi- yeah, vigilant I was gonna say vigilant. <laughs> Just no word. Very vigilant. Uh, so Columbus, Columbus Comic Con is September. Hell I do yeah. want to chat it up again with Alkali Lake and see if she does indeed want to come out for the Comic Con. That'd be awesome. She don't like us. Her and her cosplay subscription box level forty two. And us will have a joint table. We'll be doing live interviews and all the rest of it. Tables. So yeah. Tables anonymous. She's awesome. She is awesome. She was fun. It was a fun interview. Uh, so what happened? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we saw those two trailers. That was like the main thing that we had that was new. Watch the Kingsman. I still need to watch that. It's good. Not as good as I wanted it to be, but it was good. Did you notice who the guy list. in the very beginning yes. tied to the chair is? Darth Vader? No, it was Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Mark Hamill's in it. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Nice. He dies. Everybody <laughs> dies. Spoiler. Thanks, man. Everybody. <laughs> we know also we it's haven't seen somewhat accurate. Mad Max. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, we didn't go see Everybody. Mad Max. Everybody dies. Wait, is Everyone? it already out? Already out what? Uh, out of theaters? Pretty much. Fuck. That was like the first summer <laughs> Pretty movie. Pretty much. Is well, it out? Yeah, yes or no? Some of the other big summer, uh-huh. like Inside some, Out is out. Ant-Man is out. Some. Dressed World was out. Some of those that. theaters, though, they will hold on to those movies for a very long time. That's true. I don't, I don't know. Are you looking up right this second? Well, yeah. I want to go see that Did shit on Saturday. Did you go see Genesis yet? No. That we gotta we gotta talk about that. We should go next week. I don't want to now. Why? I've heard very bad things about it. See, that's the thing is like I'm like, oh yeah, I'll still go see it no matter what people say. And then if people say it's bad, I'm like, okay, now I don't want to spend twelve bucks to go see it at a movie theater. I'll just wait until I can so see on it on HBO Go or something. Netflix next year. Uh, Mad Max is out. Uh, out of theater. Sorry, it is it's done. God darn it. We'll find it. We'll get it. I have Blu-ray and surround sound. It'll be fine. Um, yeah. I, we should plan on seeing Genesis before next week's episode and then doing something. Got to chat about I that. I have a day off between now and then, and I'll be in Colorado. <laughs> By the oh, way, right. we're not going to be uh, doing this next week. What time? What? BT dubs. God yeah, he's damn coming. It. When do you leave? I work next Thursday, too. And, when uh, do you and leave, then leave though? Friday. We do it after work. I have to pack, man. Pac-Man! We do it Wednesday night? No. No. Uh, let's have... Let's have I also have to pack to move. I'm going to have, have a guest co-host. Jackson. Yep. Action my, Jackson. my dog and Lord Kerner. And Regis Philbin. <laughs> and Salacious Crumb. That, I totally forgot that you were doing that. So, fuck. <laughs> I yeah, do, I do want to see... The next two weeks, there's not going to be another episode. God damn it. The week after week. Two weeks. We can't take that much two time off. It's going to be two or three weeks because I'll be in Colorado, then I'll be moving, and then I start my new job, and then it's going to be that next weekend. Well, I got to help you move, so I'm not going to help you unless we do the podcast. Fuck! <laughs> well, I won't have internet at we my place. We were just gone for three weeks. I can't take another. Three. I like turtles. I don't. I almost ran over a turtle day in a car. I almost killed a bird in the car today. I don't like birds. Fucking kill that thing. Put a... Poor little turtle. 
Poor little bird. He could have grew up to be a teenage mutant ninja once. This guy could have grew up to be Birdman. <laughs> bird boy. <laughs> no, birds are usually really good at getting the fuck out of the way of a car. He could fly. But this time it was trying. It was crossing the road, and I was zooming at it, and it turned right towards me and came at the windshield. It actually scared the shit out of me for a second. So I thought I was gonna like splatter it over the windshield, but splatter. He evaded and saved his own life at the last second. Evasion. <laughs> Thank God. Did you guys see that picture that uh, people have been posting about what a Velociraptor would actually look like? No. Back no. in prehistoric days? No? Mm-mm. Oh. Well, anyways, it looks kind of like a like a Velociraptor in the Jurassic Park movies, but the snout's not as long, and it's got, like, Bird huge wings. feathers and wings. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I've seen pictures of them, and they do have, the movie. like, slight wi- uh, feathers, and a, they're... They don't have like T Rex arms, but they're like shorter and they're they're like ch- chicken wings. Mm-hmm. But they have just like slight feathers. Yeah. What would a T Rex steak would taste like? Like <laughs> fucking turtles. Like turtles. Like turtles. Like alligator. I'm sure alligators the fucking same thing. You why know, I've never had alligator. It's a T Rex without legs. <laughs> it's a swimming T Rex. It's a flat. Yeah. It's a flat T Rex. <laughs> the, it's the polo team. It was the only polo. Flattened in a pancake. The only T Rex that survived was their T Rex polo team. So, water I saw, polo. I saw a ridiculous uh, image of like five alligators, and they all had turtles on top of their heads, and they're just like swimming. It's like turtles were like directing the alligator where to go. It's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> to the left. Steve, left. Thank you. <laughs> Steve. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, like, what are you supposed to do as an alligator? You can't, like, scratch your head. So it's just, just like... like <laughs> thrash. The fuck? To get Frank, get the fuck off! <laughs> oh, my good gravy. Oh, good baby lady. Oh, we haven't... The last movie we saw was Jurassic World, huh? Yeah, it was pretty okay. It was decent. I have a mixture... From the people that I've talked to that have also seen it, I get I get 100... I get 50-50 exactly mixed reviews. Uh. Like, yes, I loved it. Or no, it was way over the top. I actually haven't ran into too many people that were like, eh, it was okay. It was either just like, what the fuck? Why? Or it was either like, like, yeah, amazing. It or it was great. like, what the hell? Like, yes, I know it looked great. It did. I would probably, I'd go see it again. But. Especially the, the all, every, like the kids are all just like, oh, it's amazing. The graphics were so good. They were. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, they were. They truly, they were, but that's not what a whole movie is. But okay, so I watched it and went back and watched Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. I mean, it's un, it's untouchable. True. Yeah, I need to watch. So that. the expectations were already set twenty years ago, and you couldn't match any for you, two other movies. I mean, on any level, <laughs> plot, graphics, characters, nothing. They touched none of it. There Samuel wasn't, L. Jackson wasn't even in it. The fuck? Yeah. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, but in no way, shape, or form did they touch any of it. There wasn't. It didn't look better. Why? It's twenty years later. Characters were. I don't want to say they were terrible, but they were. the The first uh, Jurassic Park was perfect. Terrible. I didn't say they were terrible, but it was, <laughs> I don't want to say they were terrible. But they were off. They weren't good. They were. Chris no. Pratt was decent. I didn't like the the lady, the main lady. 
Chris Pratt. Started, I don't want to say it was her acting. I think it was just the character they created for her. Yeah. And it was just like it, I felt like it was a little forced. Like of course they needed like an anti-hero that was just like, uh, I need to do what's right for the park, but that's not what's right for humanity. So. <laughs> I don't know. And the kids kind of bothered me. They didn't do well. The kids in Jurassic Park, I actually really, really liked, which was is very rare because most kids in most movies, you don't expect a lot from. And uh, it's a unit system. I know this. Let's rebuild this Jeep. Beep. That was the deuce chills. Moment. Look, I found a fucking double A batteries. Put it in this shit. <laughs> oh, we got it. Let's also rebuild this Jeep. <laughs> But, uh, but I mean, yeah, it's not the worst movie ever. It Go see it. This is what I'm trying to say is go see it. But if you're expecting Jurassic Park, you're going to be upset. So don't expect that shit. Expect maybe snakes on a plane. And then you could be like, oh, shit, this is awesome. But uh, yeah, Samuel, what? <laughs> start, start preparing yourself for episode one, Phantom Menace. And then you'll be very, very happy. Yeah. There yeah, I need to go see it again without you guys. <laughs> True. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it again. Um, you know what I found at? I always like to peruse the half price books and or local like used game movie stores, whatever. Do it. Uh, I found the Planet of the Apes remake with Marky Mark for like four bucks, and I want to watch that, especially after we watch the other two, Dawn and Rise. Rise I like Dawn Rise and, and Rise, Dawn, whatever. Um, I wonder if they planned to do the remake and then the prequels, or no, they weren't connected at all. No, the remake was from like 2000. Oh, yeah. That's what I was thinking. So I'm but, pretty sure if the uh, remake did well, they would have just kept going instead of... What was the like what was did. the monkey's name in the Marky Mark? Was it Pancake? In Marky Mark. <laughs> in the Marky Mark one? Dr. Zayas? I don't know. No, there was a, the monkeys had a name. What do you mean the monkeys had the a Marky name? Mark the one? main monkey that was his friend had a name. Talk about James Franco. I don't know. No, his name yeah. was like Pancake or something. I don't know. It's been so long since I've seen it. Laundry. Laundry. Cyr- <laughs> C- Cyrus. Caesar. It was. It was Caesar. That's. I'm talking about. You're it talking was, about the wrong one. No, they're both Caesar. Oh really? They they are, are both you serious. Caesar. Yes. Huh. I will. I will watch it and I'll tell you. Whether you confirm that, I do want to say the first one was confirmation Mark. approaching because he actually takes the monkey. How does that happen? Oh, because Marky Mark and it's the, the monkey first one were alternate timeline by accident. They shoot off in different pods. Right. The monkey lands first, creates the apes. Then Marky Mark lands a thousand years later, whatever the hell you want to say, and they talk about Caesar, the one that came before them. And it was his monkey that landed. Yeah, that's how he like realizes what happened. Yeah, yeah. So it was his name was, was the Caesar. First thing where the timeline got all fucked up. Yeah. Hold on, sir. So are you saying that there, there's an actual character named Caesar in the reboot, or are you saying no? Because he was the dead. Tim Burton one. So he's dead. So he's mentioned. No. Yeah. Because okay, okay. Marky Mark had a had a ape. Yeah. And they had to jettison off that thing. The apes pod lands first, creates all the apes. Hmm. Mark and Mark lands a hundred some years later, and they talk about Caesar, the one that came before. <gasps> Thousands of years. No, I'm getting it mixed up. Because right at the end of that movie, Caesar lands. That's the last thing you see is Caesar landing. It's his monkey. I'll have to tell I'm confused you. now. 
have to tell you when I watch secret. it. Hold on, I see, there's a whole article about it online right now. Well, look it up. I've been wanting Game to watch two. it. Oh, I've been, I've been I, yeah, I actually, it. I actually didn't mind that. It. The uh, the earlier, like '60s, '70s ones, they're a struggle to get through. I've never even seen them. There's three. I don't know. Two or three of them. I could not say. Damn dirty apes. Bub, bub, bub. <laughs> So, what is even? Was it a show too, or just movies? Just the movies. I think it was. A and what was, well, the, it was a book first? What was the plot was... of that? Some guy lands in a spacecraft and is like, "What the fuck?" Do you know? No. Oh, a guy. Um, they have a throwback to it in the Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Um, just a side note: they show the news broadcast about a space shuttle taking off. You're breathing on the mic. Oh, sorry. About a space shuttle. You, you don't being... usually hold it. Yeah, that's true. You don't. That's all I hear. Um, There's a space shuttle being taken off. I can't remember the name of the space shuttle, but um, they're saying that they've lost contact with that space shuttle. So that happens during Rise. And then in the very first Planet of the Apes movie, he crash lands on an unknown planet and then unknown planet, quote, and then the whole movie happens. And then at the end, he washes up on shore and sees the top half, the top half, or it's just like the torch of the Statue of Liberty. So he knows that it's it's actually Earth. So this is like, so he knows that it's like years that's in the future and the apes took over. That's trippy. So that's yeah. what, That's why you, at the end of uh, Space Jam or uh, <laughs> Space Balls. Space Balls. The, the Space Balls yeah. land on that and they look up and there's those monkeys that walk up and there's the oh, that's right. and they're like, well, fuck, we're fucked now because we're just space balls on this planet with apes. I totally forgot about that. I haven't seen that in a long time, dude. Uh, they, they their shit transforms into a big maid. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. That whole you said that's funny. What? That's funny. What's the thing? What do they curse when they like hit the button and it doesn't work or something? You know what I'm talking about? Fuck. Yeah, that's one time they say it. Like, they try to hit an emergency button or something. They say uh, emergency button. They, they slap it, and a little tag comes out and says, out of order. Smack tag. Fuck. It's, yeah, it's, like, it's broken. Fuck. <laughs> I remember talking about that a lot. That Mel Brooks was uh, just a straight genius. I, I A lot of his stuff is almost too much. I think he was too funny. It, it's kind of weird, because you don't have to push comedy into every inch of a movie for it to be funny. You have to like space it right. Yeah. And stuff like Young Frankenstein, while it's still really funny, I think he tried too hard. Blazing Saddles is really funny. Sorry, Young Frankenstein is like my favorite. That's how I feel about it. Really? Yeah. That was the one I couldn't get into. So I feel like Spaceballs was my favorite. Probably Blazing Saddles, then Young Frankenstein. Roll in Z, hey! Just roll in Z, hey! I think there's more that you notice every time. For what you said about him, like trying to push it too hard. That's how I felt about the whole yogurt sequence. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, the entire character of yogurt. Like I'm just like, all right. It's a why. That's funny. <laughs> I did it again. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. Uh, that I don't is one you. of the best parts of the purpose. movie. I think you planned on it. I know that that is it's his style. That, that is his style. That but every yeah, character it feels forced. Every character has to have a funny side. Every single character. Yeah, and that's his style because he can he sees the opportunity for Chicken comedy in this character and all of them. Have you seen the producers? Have you seen that one? What's wrong, chicken? Like Colonel Sanders? Are you fucking kidding me? What did you, what did you yell at my face? The producers? Have you seen that one? <laughs> no. no. 
I have oh. Spaceballs is the only one I've ever seen. Oh. Of his. The producers was newer. No, producers really? was 68. Maybe did they remake the producers? Yeah. They did because it became That's a Broadway musical where he wrote the music. That's what I'm the script, yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's it's really funny. People have been telling me forever to watch Young Frankenstein. So I see love our friends Liz and Zach who love all the Christopher Guest movies. Mm-hmm. They're like, you haven't seen Young Frankenstein? What the fuck is wrong with you? So I well, wanna watch it. What would it, you suggest just... between Blazing Saddles first or Young Frankenstein? Blazing Saddles is such a shock. Yeah. There's a lot in Blazing Saddles that would not be allowed right now. It's really it's, it's true. It's like racy bad. stuff. Yeah. It's bad. I just Yikes. like I but it no, I like but Gene they Wilder also have more. I mean it, it's white and black Badgers? stuff. But they also have black comedians in there playing those roles like to a T that it's just like it works and it, it is really funny because it it's like yeah. a, it's a it's a collection of comedians that get it because it is funny but like i said that shit would not fly right now i believe it it, it was really when i first watched it i was like what, what is this shit? <laughs> no i was actually like <laughs> oh wait what the fuck did they say Sorry, like, or i'm not I'm confused no it is funny stuff but he he pushes it and it's weird because he's jewish so i'm sure he's heard it all too especially being about his comedy age, is like I'm, Comedy is there to push the line on yeah, purpose. Yeah, you know? I agree. I completely That's why agree. I love... I and, Oh, man, comedy. Here we go. I get, get, love... Go ahead. Well, hold on. I think because of what you just said about Blazing Saddles, I think it's for Mel... I guess if you're getting introduced to Mel Brooks, I think that Young, Young Frankenstein, Frankenstein would be better first. They're very... They're, all of his movies are very anyway. different, but it's a, the but same type get, of comedy. You have to know yeah. the Mel Brooks comedy before well, yeah, seeing Space Blazing Balls, Saddles so. nowadays. You know, <laughs> it's something to see. I think it I have it, and awesome. I'll give it to you. Yeah, well, after Spaceballs, I think I'll I'll enjoy it either. I just Spaceballs. haven't actually watched them. Spaceballs does not push any boundaries. That's true. Compared to, I'm just saying. Pizza. I'm the okay hut. with boundaries being pushed. It's funny. Um, it's bad, but it's that's funny. what I was gonna say about comedy. Though, is like you can go Spaceballs. so many ways with it. <laughs> like you can have Louis, who is just the most outrageous sentences you've ever heard anyone say. That maybe you thought at some point, but you would never think to utter in front of other humans ever. And then you have people like Brian Regan that never cuss. And you can laugh as fucking hard to either of them. Yeah. That, it's that's so the crazy. Spectrum. And then you have Mitch Hedberg, who's just, he brings up stuff that you've never even thought of, but it's so, such like common knowledge things. And says that it's it in ridiculous. a way. It's just, yeah. The fuck is a sesame? <laughs> I know. Like, Oh my god! Sesame seeds. What the fuck is a sesame? I don't. I, that's true. I don't know what the fuck sesame is. Okay. It's a way to open shit. <clears throat> that's one of the sesame. best jokes I've ever heard it's a in street. my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, true. he. And uh, if you want to go all the way back, uh, uh, Kevin Bartini was our first interview. That's true. Uh, and he had met. Mitch Hedberg and so if you want to find out a little bit about how he met him and he talks a little bit about him it is quite sad but it's um it's I mean it's eye-opening it's interesting stuff so if you want to go back uh Kevin Martini was a stand-up comedian is a stand-up comedian and he works on uh Comedy Central right now but uh we did interview him quite a while back this is our first interview check him out uh Kevin Martini should be interview number one but uh and then you have different styles of comedy too like the Mel Brooks is like everything's funny, or you have like Judd Apatow movies, which are totally different, or you have Adam Sandler movies, which are totally different. 
They're all funny in their own way. I, it's crazy. Comedy <clears throat> is awesome. I enjoy laughing. <laughs> Crickets. Yeah, if you have thoughts of brewing. Yeah. I, I, I think signal loss. I think the idea of comedy, what it means to people, how it brings people together, all the different types of comedy. Comedy is something that is not appreciated as much as I think it should be. While we all like funny stuff, it's obvious. But, you know, I don't know. A good Batman movie. Okay, yes, it was great. We'll talk about it. A good com, like a good comedian or something you watch that's funny, like brings people together. And it really, and it, it's those like chemicals. Like you start laughing and there's like shit released. You start jerking off and stuff. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like everyone's just like, it's a feel good thing. No matter where you are, right. what you're doing. Like, you know, like <clears throat> that's why they do uh, stand up comedy in like Afghanistan for the troops and stuff. Like you need something right. there. And they're not right. going over there doing fucking plays. But um, that's why they do that. You know, they go over there. And the, the, I don't, okay, I would enjoy a play, but that's not what I need. Oh, I need someone running around at. showing his ass and it's funny as fuck because, you know, I, I want to not think about life. Right. Well, the opposite, you know, I want to watch The Dark Knight to think about life. Like, what does that mean? And how is this? Yeah. It's, it's a release. And that I, I, I think comedy is so important across you. the board in any situation. I feel you. I feel it growing in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I, as always, had something I was going to say profoundly, and then it's gone. Oof. It's totally lost. Yep. It'll come to you. Maybe. What do you want to say, Tommy boy? I, I didn't have anything. What else. are your thoughts on comedy? Comedy is funny. I enjoy. Oh, I know what I was going to say. <laughs> See, it came back to me, luckily. <laughs> Uh, the first time I tried uh, to so watch... So what I was going to say was... Stop it. I agree. First time I tried to watch Louis' show, I couldn't get into it. Um, but I I picked it back up a few months ago and it's... Louis, 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 Louis. Louis' it's, show? Yeah. I never watched. It's Louis fucking Louis on FX. It is pretty good. You have to get into it because it's very... If you're not paying attention, you're not... It's, it's the opposite of like Mel Brooks stuff. Where it's like, this is funny. Laugh at it. It's like you have to pay attention and... Like, listen to what he's saying in order to laugh. Mm-hmm. Not like super focused, like Arrested Development or anything, but it's kind of. I was just about to say if it's kind of it's kind of like subtle stuff. You have to like pay attention. But His body it's language so, and stuff. It's so funny. It's amazing. And then he puts little bits of stand up in every episode. Yeah, it's really good. You should watch I it. I like Louis C.K. because he. It's funny. Doesn't give a good goddamn. <laughs> No, I actually, I I was introduced to Louis C.K. before Bill Burr. I like Bill Burr a lot better. Not because I don't like Louis C.K. Because I really, really do yeah. like Louis C.K. But Bill Burr is just a constant. Like, Louis C.K. will build up some stuff and you'll just laugh hard and then yeah. you'll have to build it up again. Bill Burr is just constantly hitting you with punches, just like, what the fuck are you talking about with guns and racism? And I don't know where you're going with this. I'm still giggling like a school child. Go home to your toys. Go home to your toys. I love it. Say everything when we say it. (laughs) That is one of the funniest things that I have ever witnessed. If you don't know what we're talking about, Bill Burr talks about religion and how he grew up with religion and how he dealt with deals with it now and how he is going forward with it. But uh, 
he tears it apart, but it is very, very funny the way he does it. Because it's if you grew up with religion at all, especially like a Western religion, Christianity. I think he's it wasn't Catholic, but he grew up uh, a Christian. Uh, so you see that, and he <laughs> no, yeah, it, it he tears it apart. So it, I'm sure there's a snippet of it on YouTube. So check it out. But it's very funny if, if you know what the fuck he's talking about. Very, very funny. These guys are hilarious. <laughs> Sorry. That was Anakin. <gasps> True. Sandstorms are very, very dangerous. I, know I hate sand. You strangers should come stay in my house. It's coarse. Gets everywhere. Yeah. They should... The uh, Family Guy guys should do uh, the same thing for the prequels. I actually... I think they, they touched on... I think Seth MacFarlane touched on that. I think he said... His comment was that one... It takes a lot of time to do those. Well, yeah. Time and money to do those. And two, I think he said it would just it would be too easy. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. But uh. <laughs> 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 Oh my god. It'd be good to see though. I think but the red letter media, that's enough for me. I watch that like twice a year. It's if you don't know what that is, check it out. The Menace. Funny. Amadolin goes Phantom. over to This is look up the Red Letter Media uh Star Wars review on uh on YouTube. And it's this guy. He basically does a 10-part critique each for all of the three prequels, and they're about an hour and a half long each. He tells them apart. The <laughs> movie so length. It, so yeah, you got about five hours. He tears them apart in great length. Now, we do uh, fanboy commentary and make fun of them as we go, but he will take snippets and just tear the shit apart. And then he does it in a very pedophilia way, which makes it even better. It's Guys, really it's funny. fucking funny. But I think he's a I think he's a filmmaker in his own right. So he actually like breaks stuff down. Yeah. It's like, in, in good movies, they usually do this. But George Lucas decided not to do that. And this is why. And then he shows examples and stuff. And he, Like, he asks, who's the main character in episode one? And no one knows. Yeah, so all of his friends are like, well, it's about... Uh, it's such a good point. Uh, and, well, it's about Obi. Well... Those are the two things, like, I always... I never connected with the prequels as much as the original. But I always kind of held on to the fact that it's Star Wars, so it must be good. But when I saw that and the first thing, the two things that really hit home were, one, who's the main character in episode one? No one knows. And two is describe characters from episode one without telling us their name or what they look like or what their occupation is. And like no one can do it. Yeah. So like Han Solo, he's snarky. He's kind of a badass. Swashbuckler. Yeah. He's a he's a snug bucket. He. <laughs> <laughs> but like he uh, like, you he know, he, he's, Corey's a good yeah, guy. He's but cocky, he's, but yeah, he, he's he wants cocky. to be good and blah, blah, blah. Right. And then they're like, Qui-Gon Jinn. They're like, well. He teaches he beard. Um, like, well, <laughs> I can use these. <laughs> <laughs> That's the tone that reminded me. Anyways, it's a joke. But yeah, they're prequels. Yeah, there they are. So they're just there. By the way, filling if the you void. Have not figured it out. We do fanboy commentary. Go onto our website. Check that shit out. Next time you watch a Star Wars. Movie. If you ain't familiar, yeah, it acts kind of like. Do it. <laughs> it's a commentary, so we we make fun of. Next time you watch a Star Wars movie, get us up. <laughs> <laughs> no, 
No, go to our website, pull click up, on our yes, click pull on our shit. The proper episode. We'll walk you through syncing it up. Um, and then just listen to us rant about the movies that we all love. But you know, there's obvious stuff that we tear tear apart and make fun of Gungans. And, and hopefully some shit that maybe you didn't recognize before. Yeah, we 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 tear them apart. You know, we've seen them all a thousand times, and every time you watch it with someone new, they're like, look at that idiot in the background. And I'm like, <laughs> I've never seen that idiot in the background. My, That's funny. One of my favorite things is in six when Jabba's yelling at Luke, just Bib Fortuna's face in the background the entire time. There's just little stuff like that that we try to like point out and it's, oh my God. I was thinking about that crack addict when uh, <laughs> when Anakin's talking shit to uh, the Doug. Saboba. It's just like that crack addict sitting there staring <laughs> at the sand. <laughs> Have you ever noticed you know that what dude? we're talking about? He's got yeah, just a white listen, face and... Yeah. yeah, he's just like... Days, days are confused, confused. <laughs> all up in it. Oh my god! Uh, but yeah, so go to go to the commentary. Yeah. And just well, I listen to all six before I move back here. That's so, true. What totally worth it. What do you think? I liked it. Nice. Yeah, they were good. So next time you, you you're gonna pop in uh, one of the Stab Wars movies, throw us on go there and sign uh, that up for only four easy payments of a thousand dollars. My favorite thing about them was that I felt like. Like, yeah, it's a commentary, but I felt like I was watching the movie with you guys, which I think is just because I know you guys. Yeah, but that was awesome to me, especially because I don't I didn't live up here with you guys. But I didn't live before I met you. So. <laughs> but I, think that's awesome. I hear that I feel all the like time. You're actually watching it with the person instead of them saying yeah. like, oh, look at that. This is what's happening. It's more like, oh, my God, did you just see that? Rather than like, I really wish it was. Yeah. Uh, it, it was pretty. Cool. I wish our timing. Well, you guys are awesome. We'll sync you up. We'll walk. There's a countdown and everything. We'll tell you to press play at a certain time. But One, you know, you, two, three, you and I will notice something, and then we'll talk about it post. I kind of wish there was a That's way to true. be like, okay, in three seconds, check the top left corner of your shit, because there's gonna be a dazing infused motherfucker. He's gonna be up in that shit, staring at some sand, and there's gonna be a sandstorm <laughs> coming, and he don't like it, and him and Sabalba are gonna get into it, and he owes him fifty bucks, and they gotta get like. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 50, really? This is what 50 dactaries. They don't count. <laughs> Mind tricks don't work on me. Only money. Only money works on money. me. Only money. Because I'm a stereotypical looking Because that's Jewish what's character. in the script. Eh. You didn't hear about that? No? Yeah. You know, it's funny. In the he's second one, big nose, little bit of beard showing. Well, the second one, he's even got a little yarmulke. The, the accent. That's that true. Too. He has a little yarmulke in the second yeah. one. He's a Jew with wings. Yeah, oh, what the hell, George Lucas? He owns in. people. That's the opposite. Usually people... Oh. Okay. Oh. Okay, Mel Brooks. Okay, Mel Brooks. Where'd you come from? That is a Mel Brooks. Give me the fucking he's, mic back, Mel He's sneaking Thank up you. into our podcast. May the Schwartz be with you. Bye, Mel. Hey, me buy stuff. Um, why is that always... Why is there always two jokes? Always. What do you mean? In, in, in comedy. That's not in comedy. Mel Brooks himself is Jewish, so he can... Do it. Number yeah, one. Yeah, that's why he makes the Schwartz. No, but I feel like number all two, most do that. Most producers in Hollywood are Jewish. So. Hollywood's a very Jewish, like. You know, it's uh, it's yeah. it's funny because well, it's funny, um, but <laughs> hilarious. No, my grandfather would always tell Polak jokes, but Polaks at this time don't run Hollywood, so it hasn't stayed prevalent. And if you talk to an old guy, he will still, like, throw out Polak jokes, Polish jokes. And it's just, like, it's not... I don't even get it. Like, what is... why? What What is a stereotypical Polak? 
I have no idea. That's what I'm saying. And my grandfather would say shit all the time. Like, I don't know if I'm supposed to be laughing or crying, Grandpa. Like, <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? It's the ramblings of a crazy old racist. Yeah. I, but, it, I mean, they were f- probably funny jokes, but it was just like, it's interesting that, like, you take like you said, Jewish jokes stuck probably because Jewish people are so prevalent and they a lot of times run stuff. Now, who the fuck is a Pollock? People don't even know what that is. They're like, Tatooine? <laughs> That's the first thing that came to mind. Came to mind, me, is like a sandwich. Can <laughs> I get that Pollock sandwich with some mayonnaise, bitch? Yeah. Yeah. A sandwich. <laughs> I'm just hungry, baby. That's Thanks why. for calling Jimmy John's. What would you like? Can I get the Pollock with uh, extra lettuce and cucumbers? So that's racist. Sir, yep. that's, yep. that's racist. <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I order two of them then? <laughs> that, is that less racist? <laughs> I hate those commercials, by the way. Hi, I'm here already. We're talking about the Jimmy Jones. <laughs> I am here. This is what you're going to order. Get what the, the hell out of my house? Why are you in my shitter? <laughs> this is crazy. You didn't make that on the toilet, there's did no, you? There's no like intro, introduction or closer at all. It's like all of a sudden you're listening to a song on the radio and then it cuts in and this guy's just like, Jimmy Jones, I'm going to sandwich. <laughs> Well, Jimmy Johnny, here it is. <laughs> the fastest motherfucker in the world. <laughs> I just, it's ridiculous. I can't even take him. Let's order Jimmy John's. Actually, that sounds really good right now. P.U. Unfortunately, they don't deliver Jimmy out John. into the boonies. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they should so right down the fucking street. That's what I thought. It's because of Jimmy John. They're too fast. I can't make it here. <laughs> that's my logic. Yeah. That's my explanation for it. But yeah, anyway, so. After 38 episodes, I think you guys know what the fuck's about to happen right now. <laughs> We've had enough of that. <laughs> guys. Thanks for tuning in. Everyone, if you're listening, wherever you are. We did not do a live stream this week, unfortunately. But if you are on iTunes or Stitcher or the website or YouTube or whatever, we appreciate you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our shit, fellow Star Wars fans and all around nerd people. Check out the interviews that we've done, especially the Drew Carpishan interview that we did earlier today and or just go fucking listen to it guys it's the greatest uh, thing that's ever happened um, also we've also talked about the fanboy commentary next time you pop in a fucking Star Wars movie listen to us check it out yeah it's good stuff just something to do um, so we obviously appreciate you guys um, tune in next time it'll be episode 39 next week two weeks potentially potentially three weeks at some point there will be an episode 39 um, so Keep, that is what it is. Keep the foresight alive. May the force be, <laughs> may the force be with you. Thanks again to our sponsors, Podcast Masters, doing all the awesome editing and all the rest of that shit. If you need help with your podcast, it can take you from start to finish with ease. Check them out, PodcastMasters.net. Enter the code word Rogue. Ten percent off some one, shit. One more part. No, not that one. That one won't get you anything. Ha. It'll charge you ten dollars. Yeah, it'll charge ten percent extra. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck? <laughs> so, thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, keep it real. Keep it live. Keep the force alive. I don't know what the fuck happened. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> thanks. Jesus of me.